0: And welcome to this special edition of Robotech, the McKinney Project, a celebration of the Robotech novels as written by New York Times bestselling authors Brian Daly and James Lucino, collectively known in the Robotech universe as Jack McKinney. I am JT, your host, and things are a bit quiet right now. In fact, they've been quiet for this podcast for almost a year. And before I get into what we're presenting here, First, I want to say thank you to any new listeners that have joined us. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day, afternoon, evening to listen to this crazy kid from Chicago talking about Robotech novels. And to all of those who have followed me since 2013, thank you for sticking around even with my long hiatus. And back in March of 2013, I had this dream of doing a podcast that was dedicated to the Robotech novel, something that's near and dear to my heart. In August 2013, that dream became a reality. We got, we got four episodes in, and then I took an extended hiatus from the show. Uh, it's for personal reasons that I don't need to get into here, but I can tell you this. Robotech The McKinney Project has never been far from my thoughts. It has always been my intention to come back uh, and continue the podcast, continue the Robotech novels journey. It is something that it is... It's something that I promised to do, that I was going to cover all 21 novels of the Robotech Saga written by Brian and Jim, and I intend to do that no matter how long it takes me. I don't plan on taking extended hiatuses again. I am back, and I'm really looking forward to what's coming up in 2015. And also, in addition to that, It's Robotech's 30th anniversary, so if you guys know me from my first Robotech podcast, The Protoculture Times, I'm all about celebrating Robotech's anniversary. So uh, with 2015 coming up, we're definitely going to get back into new episodes of Robotech, The McKinney Project, and stick in some celebrating of Robotech's 30th anniversary. What I wanted to do with this podcast was, one, finish off the year with with the show and it's a it's a brief one but it's something that uh i'm really proud of i ventured into the robotech fan fiction and that's what this podcast is about it's titled special report and a little bit of background this is my first Time at doing something original in Robotech, and I wanted to do it in the tradition of the Robotech novels. You know, Brian and Jim gave an incredible, created an incredible universe for Robotech, and even after almost 30 years that the Robotech franchise has been in existence, Brian and Jim gave us the only medium where it gives. The Robotech Saga, a conclusion of sorts, and I put those in between quotation marks, but I will get into that at another time. But I wanted to finish this year with uh, this original audio presentation. Uh, What is it about? Well, with what we've done already with the show and for those of you that have just started listening to the podcast we do have a compilation episode i'll leave a link at our website www.robotechnovels.com of all the readings and narrations that we have done from the robotech uh from book one, Genesis. And we've done a few readings from there. And if you want to get caught up in one shot, listen to that. And then with this, I guess you can best put it, it ties into what we've already done and it ties into what is coming in 2015. And like I said, I'm really proud of this. Uh, If Jim Lucino... Lucia Robson, who is Brian Daly's widow, is listening to me right now. This one is for you guys, including Brian Daly. Uh, you were the inspiration for this, and I hope—I really hope—it meets up to your standards in terms of the tradition of the Robotech novels. So, uh, let me give you first a little—a little prologue of what Special Report is about. I kind of thought, what would a special news report be? How it would turn out with the events that were going on in what we were doing on what we were doing on the podcast with our past episodes and kind of set up for things that are to come in our next episodes. And it's an it's. What it is is a newsroom, it's a newsroom environment, and you can actually, if you listen good, you can actually hear the newsroom background sounds, and it's basically a special report of things that have occurred on Macross Island during the launch ceremony of the Super Dimensional Fortress 1, known as the SDF-1, of course, and that's pretty much about it. That's pretty much about it. I invite everybody to sit back and listen. It is, like I said, once again, it's something that I'm very proud of. I hope you guys like it. Uh, for 2015, we've got a lot planned. In fact, on January 4th, I'm going to upload a new episode, uh, not readings, but a reintroduction to the show, a reintroduction, and to give you guys all the details of what the show is going to involve, because it's not just readings and narrations of the Robotech novels. It is much, much more, and also some of the plans that I have for Robotech's 30th anniversary so for all of you that knew me from the 25th anniversary yes the famous phrase is coming back it's anniversary time baby i'm so excited to be able to bring that back i am so excited to bring robotech the mckinney project podcast back and i guess there's really not else to say i'm kind of flying off on a tangent so Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I present to you Robotech Special Report. This is a special report from the Independent Earth Radio Network. And we welcome all our listeners from around the world for this Independent Earth News Special Report. I'm Bruce Rivas. We're currently monitoring a developing story coming to us from Macross Island. Today was the scheduled launch of the United Earth Government's Superdimensional Fortress 1. The fortress, almost a mile in length and known as the SDF-1, is the flagship of the government's Robotech Defense Force. The extraterrestrial vessel, which crash-landed on the Earth in 1999, has for the past 10 years undergone a massive repair repair and reconstruction operation on a multinational level as part of the United Earth government established shortly after its appearance. Reports have been coming to us of a possible incident on the island during launch ceremonies. Coverage of the event via television, radio, and internet was abruptly lost approximately 45 minutes ago. Now, Before the loss of contact, it was reported that the fortress had fired its main weapons out into the open ocean. Whether that was part of a demonstration or a defensive move, we cannot confirm at this time. Government officials have not been available as of yet for comment, but it is known that many high-level dignitaries of the UEG were to be on hand for the launching of the ship, including UEG Chairman Senator Napoleon Russo. Macross Island, located in the far south Pacific near French Polynesia, is also home to approximately 100,000 residents of the city built around the SDF-1 and who have been part of the reconstruction efforts. Included in this population are the men and women that make up the crew of the ship, the Robotech Defense Force, including the SDF-1's commanding officer, Captain Henry Global. Now, we've tried to contact our correspondents on the island, as we do have an affiliate station there, but we have not been successful so far. There's been no word of any mobilization from any of the nearby military bases to the island, and once again, there's been no official word from the government. The fortress and the amount of resources that were put into its reconstruction these past 10 years have been issues of great debate inside and outside the government. Many feel that the humanitarian relief efforts after the global civil war were grossly neglected in favor of the enormous budget for this military venture. In some cases, some questioning whether the origins of the ship are indeed extraterrestrial in nature or that it has been been one expensive hoax played on the world for strictly political purposes. During the first years after its appearance, access to the SDF-1 was extremely limited. There was a media blackout. Only in the last four years where we have seen a more welcoming stance on the UEG's part to let the media see the ship and the defense force that was created as a result. Now, it's also important to add that the weeks prior to this launch day, security on Macross Island had been raised as government officials did receive credible threats of possible protests and violence. Without any further communications with the island at this moment, we're only left to speculate that if an incident has taken place, it may involve elements of anti-unification groups. These groups have been very vocal, sometimes violently, in their opposition to United Earth Government, not just on Macross Island, but worldwide. Almost a year ago, members of former UEG Senator Conrad Wilbur and his religious cult, The Faithful, who considered the SDF-1 quote a harbinger of evil, were expelled from Macross Island after it was found out that they were behind bombings in the city and plans of sabotage against the SDF-1. Among those expelled were chief spokespersons for The Faithful, Wyatt Moran and Anatole Leonard. Once again, we welcome those of you just joining us. We have been receiving reports unconfirmed of a possible incident on Macross Island, home of the Superdimensional Fortress, which was scheduled to launch today. I repeat, we cannot confirm these reports. We did lose communications with the island about an hour ago when we were covering the launch ceremonies. Uh, we, did, we were able to report shortly before loss of communication that the main weapons of the Fortress did fire, but whether that's, uh, this involves any type of defensive measure, malfunction, or even a demonstration, we can't Can't confirm it at this time. Now, our news director has just handed me a statement that was made minutes ago by Admiral Donald Hayes of the government's Defense Council located in Alaska, and it reads as follows. The United Earth Defense Council is currently investigating a minor situation that has occurred in the vicinity of Manacross Island. At the moment, we cannot give out further details. However, we have been in communication with Super Fortress 1. It is still on the island and launch ceremonies will be proceeding as planned. The island and its residents are secure. Media outlets have been advised that technical difficulties they are experiencing should be resolved momentarily. Those are the words of Admiral Hayes of the Defense Council. So it seems that there's been an incident, but nothing that should detain the SDF-1 from launching. His statement also read that the island is secure, so there's no immediate threat to its residents or the men and women of the Robotech Defense Force. Our producers just told me in my earpiece that we have one of our correspondents that has been able to contact us via world phone. On the line with me is Mike Jansen, who reports from our affiliate station on Macross Island. Mike, can you hear us? Yes, Bruce, I can hear you. What can you tell us of the situation on Macross Island? Well, Bruce, things have been quite chaotic. Hour ago, while UEG President Russo was addressing the crowd gathered at Macross Air Base. Uh, we could, we heard an, an incredibly almost deafening detonation. Now, myself, front of the SDF 1, it was firing its main weapon out onto the ocean. It was an incredible sight. And a little bit after that, uh, Captain Henry Glovo, commander of the ship, uh, who was scheduled to speak at this uh, gathering, uh, was ushered away by one of his military aides. Uh, A few minutes after that, it was announced that all non-military personnel were to exit, uh, the- designated shelters. Do you know what caused the SDF-1 to fire? I can't say for sure what prompted that action on the fortress's part, because it happened all so fast. But what I can tell you is that we were exiting the airbase, at least a dozen of the newly unveiled Veritech fighters that the Veritech Defense Force debuted today took off. Mike, are you still there? Yes, Bruce, I can still hear you. Um... Skies above Mad Cross Island lit up with what I can best describe as an aerial battle. Uh, The assumption is that the Robotech forces were engaging in combat. Do you think it could be an attack by anti-unification forces? From where we're at, I really can't... However, it is safe to say with... uh, with certainty that the island is under attack, by whom we just don't know at this time. Have you made it to the shelter yet, Mike? Not as of yet. I and a number of journalists decided to break off from the group and were were around the vicinity of downtown Macross City. We actually saw about 10 blocks from us, one of the fighter planes from the Robotech Defense Force crashed into some building. It looked to be breaking apart because parts of it seemed to be extending out as it got lower to the ground. We tried to get close. <laughs> military Police. Right now we're walking towards City Hall to see if we can get Mike. I don't know if you heard that, but a series of explosions could be heard in our practice. See, and then to get, perhaps get a better look of what was the... Mike, are you still there? This is incredible. There's something about six or seven blocks from us, it's gigantic. It's a two legged type of transport vehicle with a sphere shaped top and with. Mike, are you still there? My God! It fired on them and killed them! Keep running! This way! Please! No! Stop! Let's- Mike, are you there? Mike? Mike, are you still with us? It appears we have lost contact with Mike Jansen. From his last description, something was approaching him and the people he was with. As he described, a two-legged type of transport vehicle with a sphere-shaped top, which seemed to be of large size. Do we have Mike back? We're trying to reach Mike again on his world phone, but It looks like whatever he saw was heading in his direction, and from the sound of it, fired upon him and his group. Now, we don't want to speculate anything about the condition of Mike and the people that he was with, but based on his reporting, we can now confirm, despite the government's official word to the contrary, that Macross Island is under attack. Whether by anti-unification forces or others, we just don't know at the moment. It's an incredible situation that's developing, and we will try to get Mike Jansen back on the line with us to ascertain more of this situation and hope for the confirmation of his well-being. There's much more information coming in through our network. Once again, as just reported and now being reported by several other news outlets, we can confirm that Macross Island is under attack by unknown forces. We're going to take this quick pause and come back with more of this story. Once again, guys, thank you so much for taking a listen to this very special edition of Robotech, the McKinney Project. On January 4th, we'll have a new episode talking about our plans for the Robotech novels in 2015 and what we'll be doing for Robotech's 30th anniversary. Our official website is www.robotechnovels.com. Our email address is robotechnovels at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, iTunes, Twitter, and that's it, guys happy new year best of best of everything to all of you in the coming year and definitely more of robotech novels i'll talk to you guys soon take care